What's going on? What's going on, good people? Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. Hey, listen, I want to do something different in this episode. Uh, we are currently in the middle of uh, talking through forgiveness and what that looks like. But man, I just had this really kind of fall heavily on my heart and I wanted to kind of deal with it and address it just for a moment. It's this idea of faith and and as the Bible calls it, mountain moving faith. Uh, and I don't want to talk through a little bit about what that really looks like, because I want to make sure that that when we're looking at faith the size of a mustard seed that moves mountain, faith that speaks to a mountain and, and cast it from where it is into a sea, faith that uproots a mulberry tree and throws it in the sea, faith that speaks to a mountain and it has to melt down and get out of your way. I want to really look at what what the Bible is really commending us to do. Um, and, and this is a little personal, but but I think it helps to illustrate my point. Um, I, I remember uh, my family moved when I was in the first grade. And as a result of that, I was behind uh, when we moved to our new location. And, uh, and I end up having to repeat the first grade. Now, well, one of the main reasons, frankly, that I had to repeat was that I was just a very unfocused child. I was having a hard time staying on task, having a hard time focusing, having a hard time reading. And and with that being the case, moving uh, did not help. It, it really amplified that because I wasn't able to really catch up and, um, and kind of move forward with the rest of my classmates. So as a result, I had to repeat the first grade. Um, and, and as I got older and realized that, wait, Man, it's it's difficult for me to to focus. It's difficult for me to read. I I have this crippling anxiety when I'm away from home. Like there's a lot of things going on here, and and frankly, it took me uh, getting older and and having my own children to really recognize uh, some of the signs of of anxiety and and even even more uh, some of the signs of uh, just having to to deal with with autism and being on the autism spectrum and, and really what that means uh, in life, but. But then I fast forward and I look and, and I was able to graduate from college or I was able to graduate from high school. I was able to graduate from college. I was able to graduate from seminary and actually did really well uh, and graduated with honors at every stage. Um, so so even the 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 what a lot of people would call crippling disabilities that I was struggling with it actually didn't hinder me. And when I look back, it kind of prepared me and it and it helped me. It taught me how to focus. It taught me better ways to, to organize my thoughts and to organize my study area. It taught me ways to to really pay more attention. And it taught me what I needed to do uh, to develop the type of uh, mechanisms or, or coping mechanisms, uh, as they're called, to be able to function uh, in, in the world. I learn differently. So I need to set these things up in this way to to kind of help me focus and help me learn. It also helped me realize that that I'm a, a very uh, deep thinker and, and, and some of the, the issues that I deal with and some of the uh, the disabilities that that I have helps me in so many other areas. Um, yeah, I learn different and, and yeah, it's harder for me to grasp certain things, but it's also easier if I if I twist it and turn it and, and focus it in this particular area. And if I need to go into deep focus, I actually can. Now, all of this is relevant because God called me to be a pastor. God called me to it. Uh, and despite my disabilities or things of that nature that I that I struggle with, I have to be able to function. So the disability didn't stop God from calling me. So then that must mean that God is going to help me through, 
help me overcome, help me battle, get me wherever I need to be and get me whatever I need to be able to be successful in that particular area. So the obstacles didn't prevent God from calling me to what he called me to. Uh, and as I began to think about this whole idea in this this area of faith, the, the mountain moving faith, it really caused me to, to think deeply because there were times when, frankly, I prayed, God, take this, like, this is hard. Take this, take this issue away. Take this disability away. Remove these things. I, I, I mean, I, your Bible says that if I have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can, uh, I can speak to this mountain and it be cast into the sea. And, and, and man, I, I believe. So get this stuff away from me. Remove this stuff. Um, and, and so it was through that, that God really began to deal with my heart on what mountain moving faith really looks like. Oftentimes we think it means that the obstacle gets out of the way. We think mountain moving faith means that the mountain actually disintegrates and it moves and there are no obstacles. There's nothing uh, obstructing us. There's nothing in our way. There's nothing preventing us because of our faith. We're able to move that thing out of the way. But in fact, what God is saying is if you persist in believing me, despite the obstacle, if you continue to keep your faith in me, if you believe that I can do what I said I would do, even though there are things, obstacles, disabilities, uh, uh, people, places, that even though there are things in front of you trying to hold you back, if you stick to what I said and believe what I said, then those obstacles won't hinder you. You will still be able to accomplish Everything I've set out for you to accomplish, if you persist in believe, in other words, don't look at the mountain and change your mind about what God said. Don't, don't look at the obstacles. Don't look at the disability and say, oh, well, if that doesn't move, I won't be able to accomplish what God set me out to do. Don't look at the obstacles and say, well, God called me to this. But since this thing is in the way, then, I, then I'm not going to be able to do it. No, 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 no. Look at the obstacle and say, well, God called me to it. So I'm going to just go by what he said. And we, I, I say it like this all the time when uh, I'm with my congregation and we're preaching. We have to learn to stop going by what we see and go by what God said. In other words, I, I know it looks daunting and I know it looks uh, hard. And I know it doesn't seem based on my eyesight and what I see in front of me that I'm going to be able to handle this, overcome this, do this, but I can't go by what I see. I can't go by how I feel. I have to go by what he said. That is the very definition of faith, trusting and believing him despite the things around me, despite what I, what I see and what I'm saying. And if we do that, if we persist in believing him, then the obstacles won't won't hinder us. It's uh, it's like if if there's a fight in front of us, there's something that's that's coming against us, that's obstructing us, that's holding us back. Um, and, and it's the thing. It's actually that struggle and that battle and that fight that's coming against us that will actually prepare and propel us to what God has for us. So so the obstacle is not to stop us. 
The obstacle is actually to prepare us and to propel us. It prepares us to the place that God has for us. It helps us develop the skills necessary. It helps us develop the strength necessary. It helps us develop the mindset necessary. Here's the other thing. It helps us continue to stay firm in our faith. God brought me through. God is keeping me even through this disability, even through this difficulty, even through this obstacle, even through this heartache, even through this pain, God is still keeping me. And that is the very thing that is preparing me to be able to stand in the place that God is calling me to stand in. So the obstacles don't stop us. They actually prepare us. Here's the other thing. It propels us. The obstacles, the mountains in front of us, they actually propel us to the thing that God is calling us to. It, it looks like it's there to stop us, but that's actually the thing that God uses to, to jumpstart us, to propel us, to, to leapfrog us to higher heights than we ever thought possible when growing up. And I say growing up because I still have that game. I got to pull it back out. But we used to love the Nintendo 64 had, a, a the, in my opinion, the best Super Mario Kart game because of how the controllers were set up and all that stuff. But we would play it all the time with um, my, me and my brothers and uh, we would play all the time. And if you if if you've ever played the game, you remember the game, there are all these obstacles in your way. And what's funny is if you learn how to maneuver your car, what the obstacle will do is if you can jump a certain way around the obstacle, your car will slide and give you an extra boost. And then there's all these ramps and things that are that are in your way. But if you learn how to hit the ramp just right, it'll catapult you over the thing that was in your way. And there's all these little things on the ground that if you hit them the right way, they'll make you go faster. And what God is saying is part of your faith is not to look at the obstacles and think they're there to slow you down. Recognize that they're there to actually propel you forward. I am going to use this stuff to strengthen you and I'm going to use this stuff to propel you. The obstacle is there to enhance and elevate you. It's there to enhance you and to elevate you. Follow me here for a moment. If you have a particular issue or particular disability or, or an obstacle that's in your way. Watch how these things can enhance and elevate you. If you know anybody that is uh, that is blind, one, one thing you've learned about somebody who is blind is that very, very often that their other senses are really heightened. And you'll have people who are blind, but can still skateboard, can still walk, can still move. There's There was a, a fantastic story um, uh, about a, a young, uh, young guy who was a skateboarder, but he was blind. And this guy learned how to skateboard, um, by clicking his, by clicking his mouth, by making a, a clicking sound in his mouth. Um, but he could not see, but his hearing was so heightened that he could, it was like using bat sonar. He could tell based on how the sound bounced off objects around him, where he actually was and where were obstacles, where were things around him. So in other words, his disability of not being able to see actually enhanced his ability to hear. And I'm telling you what God is saying, and don't, don't look at the obstacle or what you cannot do. Look at how it enhances all the things that you can do. The obstacle is there to enhance you. It's there to elevate you, to take you to a higher height. And I begin to to look at these things in, in my own life, man, I'm like, the, the disability didn't hinder me. It actually gives me a 
type of extreme focus to where if I really put my mind on something, I can hyper focus in and I can get some stuff out of it in, in a really short period of time. I can, I'm a visionary. I'm able to grow. I'm able to learn. So, so watch this. The, the anxiety that I felt wasn't there to actually hinder me. It was my body preparing itself for what was ahead of me, for what God was calling me into. And if ever my anxiety got too high because the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, then it reminds me, watch this. The anxiety actually reminds me to draw closer to God. It reminds me to lean in and depend on God. So all these things that that we're dealing with, the things that we look at as disability, that we look at as hindrances that we look at as things that hold us back and that that keep us from moving forward if we would look at them with the eyes of faith what we realize is these are actually things that are there to propel us to prepare us to uh, enhance us to to cause us to elevate and excel to heighten us to take us to levels that we never thought possible in other words the mountain will move the obstacle moves not because it disintegrated, not because it's no longer there, but because it did everything necessary to get us able to climb, to get us able to overcome, to get us able to move above it. So that now when we look back, it's as if it was never there. That's the whole point. When Jesus is saying, if you have this type of faith, it will be essentially like the mountain is not even in your way. The thing that was meant to hinder me becomes a help to me. The thing that was meant to slow me down becomes the thing that propels me, the thing that was meant to hold me down becomes the thing that elevates me. All the stuff that was trying to obstruct me become the very stepping stones that God uses to take me to heights higher than I ever thought possible. There may be times when God moves the mountain. There may be times when he moves the mountain. But most often, most often the mountains are there, the obstacles are there, the, the hindrances are are there to strengthen us, to prepare us, to excel us, to propel us, to help us get to heights bigger than we ever thought possible. And one of those main reasons for that is that God needs people to see how big he is in your life. That's the point of the faith. If every time you came to a difficulty, the difficulty just disappeared, then people wouldn't realize that it was God on your side. They would just say, wow, how incredibly lucky are they? They, they wouldn't realize that it was God giving you strength and helping you overcome. They would just look at you as somebody who never had any difficulty in your life, as nobody who ever had anything that they had to fight through and overcome. It is the mountains. It is the obstacles. It is the, the, the obstruction, the disabilities that help people say, wait, and you were still able to? Yes, because of my God on my side. I remind you of the children of Israel, when, when God uh, had them released from Egyptian captivity and Egyptian slavery as they were coming, and the Bible says something very interesting. It says God led them. In other words, the way they went was the way God was leading them, and yet they found themselves in a trap. Essentially, they found themselves trapped. The Bible says that he led them uh, by the way of the Red Sea and they found themselves with the Red Sea in front of them and mountains on either side where uh, where there's really no way around. And then they were being chased by the Egyptian army. Oh, man, we are trapped. And it's funny because I say this all the time. I says. I say, as Christians, we always talk about we serve a God who can make a way out of no way, but nobody wants to be trapped. 
But but the very fact that he can make a way out of no way means we have to be in a situation where there's no way out. The very definition of that is we trapped. And quite literally, this is similar to where we find the children of Israel in a trap where they they can't escape to the right and they can't escape to the left and they can't escape in front of them and they can't escape behind them because of the army. And then we see something awesome happen. We see God come in and part the Red Sea on their behalf. Now, if you're if you continue to follow this story, you, you see that what God is really doing is saying, look, stay with me, have faith. If you have faith, that is mountain moving stuff. If you stick with me, I am telling you, I will take you places that you have never seen before. The Bible says they go through on dry ground. They're able to escape the, the army that's coming against them. And once they get through, the, the sea comes back together and it drowns the army. It drowns the obstacle. It drowns the adversary that was coming against them. But there's something more powerful happening here. If you fast forward to where the children of Israel went into um, Jericho as they were getting ready to cross over uh, the, the Jordan River to go and occupy the land some 40 years later, when they sent the two spies over, the two spies are talking to one of the ladies in the, the town. And the lady says this. She says, we heard about what your God did. And we've been over here scared for 40 years. Because we heard about what he did. In other words, because they were able to overcome what they overcame, the, the fear of the Lord, the reverence of the Lord, the ability and the strength and might of the Lord went before them. And what I'm trying to get us to understand is the way God moves mountains is to utilize that mountain to be a huge testimony in your life. And that goes before you so that when you walk in rooms, people are like, yeah, they serve God. We can't fool with them. Yeah, we can't trick them. God is on their side. Man, we've been over here quaking in our boots all this time because we know the God they serve. So really what I want us to understand is the point of the mountains is not for them to disintegrate and move out of our way. The point of the mountain is to become a monument. The mountain is monumental. The mountain is the thing that once we overcome it, we can look back and say, look at what God did on that mount right there. Look at what God did despite that obstacle right there. Look at where God took me despite that disability right there. Look at how God elevated us even when everything else was against us. Look at how God propelled us even when everything was trying to hold us back. Look at how God used that situation to prepare us so that we not only took the mountain, but we were able to keep the mountain. We not only won the victory, but we were able to walk in and maintain the victory. Look at what our God did. And that is the whole point. When Jesus is speaking about this mountain moving faith, what Jesus is saying is you stay with me. Don't change your mind because it looks bad. Don't change your mind because it's ugly. Don't change your mind because you have some difficulties. Don't change your mind because it didn't go according to your plan. Don't change your mind because this person said this or this person said that. Don't change your mind because you've got no after no after no. If I called you to it, I will carry you through it. Don't let the mountain change your mind. You speak to that mountain and you tell it to move out of your way. And the way it moves is through you conquering and overcoming despite the obstacle, despite the obstruction, despite the disability. God can do it. He's not unaware of the obstacle. He's not unaware of the disability. He's not unaware of the obstruction. He understands and he uses those things. 
not even just to, to build our faith, but he uses those things so other people will realize just how big he is. So the next time you think of mountains moving out of your way, don't just think of them moving so that they're never that that there's never any difficulty or never any obstacle or never any problems. Think of them as the way God propels you, the way he prepares you, the way he strengthens you, the way he utilizes uh, a disability in one area to make you heighten in another area, the way he utilizes a weakness in this area to make you super strong in another area, the way he utilizes the obstacles in front of you to strengthen you and, and empower you to be strong enough so that once you overcome, you can maintain this is what our God is doing. This is how our God operates. It does not matter what is going on around you. If God has called you to it, then you can, he will carry you through it. You can trust and believe that he is strong enough. He is mighty enough. He is powerful enough. Nothing has caught him by surprise. Nothing catches him off guard. That mountain might be there, but it is going to be like it is not there. That obstacle may be there, but it's going to be just like it wasn't there. That obstruction might be there, but it's going to be just like it wasn't there. That disability might be real and true, but it will not hinder you from all that God has called you to. When we learn this, when we do this, when we employ this in our life, now all of a sudden we'll look at mountains in a different way. We'll look at mountains as the actual avenue by which God is going to accomplish every promise he made in our life. Man, listen, I pray that that was a benefit to somebody, that somebody got something, gleaned something that they can utilize within their life uh, to help them go ahead and go to that next step. Yes, there may be obstacles, there may be difficulties, there may be disabilities, there may be mountains, but if God has called you through it, if God has called you to it, he will see you through it. Speak to that mountain and let it propel you, let it prepare you, let it elevate you, let it enhance you, let it heighten you and take you to heights you never thought possible. God can do it. He will do it. He'll do it in you. He'll do it through you. Listen, continue to like, share, subscribe, uh, rate our podcast. Let us know how we can continue to be a blessing to you. If there's something, uh, a particular ob uh, particular topic or subject that you need some more information on, uh, let us know. Link up with us on our Facebook page and all of our social media platforms so we can continue to put out content that is relevant for you and that will be a blessing to you and your family. Listen, I'm thinking about you. I love you. If nobody has told you today, I'm telling you right now, man, I love love you. God bless you. God keep you. And I can't wait to join you again when we are on our mark.